You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hark the Sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice, so welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Kenneth Cooper. Happy to have you rock with me today. Do yourself a favor and make sure you download, subscribe to Locked On Tar Heels podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace C. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. I got five observations as we head into Saturday's game against the University of Virginia. Let's talk about what the Tar Heels need to do in order to get that W. Also, we've got UNC Basketball Awards already. I, I know. Who can, who believed it? But, you know, preseason, we like to award people thinking how they're going to do. So we're going to talk about who is already on an All-American team. Finally, you've got basketball schedule updates. More importantly, when are the Tar Heels playing? How can we get ready for this season? It's going to be a good one. So let's jump right into it. First step, football. Saturday at 8 p.m., night game, second night game of the season. Carolina is set to take on UVA as we are gearing up for what's expected to be a rollover matchup. However, we know things can get shaky on Halloween. We know things can be spooky and scary. And I'll tell you one thing, you give those Cavaliers a little bit of confidence. It could get shaky in Charlottesville. So five observations I want to talk about on today's show. More importantly, what do the Tar Heels need to do in order to get this victory? So first up, they've got to pick on UVA's secondary. they got to make UVA scramble with the big plays. You cannot allow... For Yami Brown not to get open all day long. You cannot allow for Daz Newsom not to get open all day long. You have to be able to make your superstars play like superstars. So I'm going to need the O-line to be patient in that pocket. I'm going to need Sam Howell to not scramble. Try and find, don't force the big play. If it's there, take it. If not, hey, you've got Michael Carter and Javante Williams right there for you. So whatever we need to do, just keep the ball rolling. Keep, extend the drives. You know, go for the big plays, obviously. Pick on these UVA UVA secondary, but don't force it. Now, number two, when it comes to the run game, we have to run all over UVA. Their defense, we got to give them (laughs) the burn all night. Michael Carter and Javante Williams have been averaging at least 6.9 yards per carry and have combined for 13 rushing touchdowns in a thousand plus yards in five games. So their linebackers are going to have their work cut out for them, but I'm hoping that it's just yet for another campaign as to why Carter and Williams are the most dynamic duo in college football. Now, number three, contain Brennan Armstrong, who, we, as we know, is going to get more time this game. He has been coming off of a concussion from the NC State game, and now is going to get in his rhythm. They were playing with a rotation, so depending on how he looks coming out of the first you know, drive or so, maybe he might start that rotation again. We'll see what Coach Mendenhall thinks, but I'm hoping that – Me personally, they keep the rotation because we all know Carolina does better when people rotate. But when they have one quarterback who can both rush and pass, it may make for a long day for the heels. That's all I'm going to say. UNC has certainly struggled to stop extremely mobile quarterbacks. And so we're going to have to be really conscious about ensuring Brennan does not get loose. Period. Okay. He is not uh, Bryce Perkins for sure, but he can still give us a little bit of trouble as we saw with Florida State, with Jordan Travis, and we got a little bit um, disgruntled in the first half of that game. We need Brennan to know that he cannot play around with our linebackers 
on Saturday. Now, number four, win like it's tradition. We need Carolina to have the confidence of winning one game and going right into the next to win another. Can they be up for the entire game? Can they not have one faltered quarter? Can they not have a second quarter from hell like they have done for the entire season? Can we get an opportunity to just see Carolina win back-to-back games in dominant fashion? It's been a while. (laughs) Not going to lie to you. It's been a while since we've seen consistency on that end, but I'm hoping from all cylinders, Carolina can get it done. Finally, my number five, observation for this team on Saturday I'm hoping that Carolina is able to utilize its special teams a little bit more I obviously have been harping on the fact that they couldn't do or they haven't done as many takeaways we I was getting on them about not showing that turnover belt and I was really frustrated because that's how you become a great team now from a special team standpoint I think that hey Let's get some good, better field position from our punter. Hey, let's make our field goals that are 30 yards or, you know, closer. I don't know. How about we run the ball back one time, two times? Like, make something exciting. Daz Newsom, I'm talking straight to you. Punt returner Michael Carter might be in the backfield as well, but I just need somebody to run it back for more than five yards or not fair catch it or fumble it. I don't know. I'm just, I'm here for guys just really using all sides and firing from all cylinders on different teams. And I think that special teams could step up even more. So that's what I'm hoping for. As you know, we always recap on Mondays what our five observations are. I will be live tweeting the game at Locked on Heels and at Candace D. Cooper. We're going to talk about this game. We're going to, you know, get through it together. It's going to be a good time. I'm excited for the guys, again, to prove themselves worthy. I know night games, I'm a little bit nervous. Can't lie to (laughs) y'all. Night games have me on edge, but I'm going to try and simmer down. I've told myself to stop getting upset at the TV and just make the good plays and let it be what it is (laughs) and let that be that. So make sure you guys are tuning in and you're dropping your playlist on Saturday evening, letting me know what songs you want to hear going into Saturday's game and then things that you want to get hyped about at Locked on Heels, at Keenan C. Cooper. Let me know what you're excited about the team for, what you're hoping that they can get in order because I think, you know, overall, Carolina's doing a great job, but there is so much more that still can be done. I, you know, let's, let's tighten it, tighten it up, tighten it up. Like the city girls say, if you don't know who the city girls are, you know, whatever cultural differences, fine, but we just need to tighten up a couple things and we'll keep it going. So I just, and that's that on that. Those are, those are my, those are my five observation observations. Why am I having struggles today? <sighs> it's Friday. Y'all help me. My five observations for the day. Now, I have to talk to you guys about Built Go. Built Go makes you the best, you at whatever you do. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five hour energy without the same crash feeling, plus it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Built Go comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and my personal favorite, chocolate mint. How does Built Go work so well? Well, Built Go gives me the kick to keep me going strong with B6 and B12 vitamins. Now, Built Go combines energy, is a combined energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system, plus it's easy on my stomach. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED for 20% off at Bilko.com. So make sure you use those gels and we're good to go on that front. And if you're gearing up for Saturday and you're ready to roll, you have your cooler filled. I hope it's 
filled with Coors Light because it's been a long week. I'm so drained and I've just been always, I've been on this week, right? I'm, I'm always on the go. It's been nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Sometimes I just really need to celebrate responsibly. That's when I reach for Coors Light. It's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. Literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for a moment to unwind. It doesn't matter what team or sport is playing. Coors Light from Coors Brewing Company, Golden Colorado, is the official beer of watching any sport or team, especially my Tar Heels, just to drink beer. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind, so when you feel like you need to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. All right, switching gears a bit, make sure you download, subscribe to Locked on Tar Heels podcast from anywhere you listen to podcasts. It is available. I can't wait to talk to you every single day about the Tar Heels. Now, when it comes to Carolina football, there have Carolina basketball, rather, there have been a few schedule updates that we want to make you aware of. Carolina will face Iowa in the Big Ten Challenge on December 8th. The time is still to be determined. Now, will we have to watch for some All-Americans? Absolutely, as the Hawkeyes have stars Luca Garza and Joe Wieskamp. I don't know if that's correct pronunciation with Wieskamp, Wieskamp, but I will certainly have Locked on Hawkeyes host Andrew here to talk to me more about who we need to watch for coming up as we prepare for the Hawkeyes. This will be the second time ever that UNC has played Iowa since 1989. The Heels are 1-3 all-time against Iowa. And, you know, something about some guys from the Midwest that seem to give us a little bit of trouble at times. So I'm hoping that Carolina can get it done, especially considering we're part of the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And, you know, I love a little competition, a little friendly rivalry. Will there even be? A Big Ten ACC challenge, given the climate. I don't know, but as long as we have it on paper, I feel like we can just celebrate and get gear up for it. Now, the ACC Big Ten challenge has always been the fun time of the year for basketball. So, (sighs) ACC, you got to get it done because the Big Ten won last year eight games to six in comparison to the ACC. Last year, UNC lost to Ohio State 74 49. Now, speaking of Buckeyes, the Carolina Tar Heels will face them on December 19th at 2 p.m. for the CBS Sports Classic. This has been a new tournament that we've seen over the past couple of years where four teams kind of come together and pretty much get highlighted on the big stage, what have you, as a kind of a mid-season form as a gear up for their conference play. Now, Carolina has always been, you know, blue blood and exciting because, of course, they're going to sell on TV, but the Carolina we saw last year was not delivering. So hopefully this year, Carolina can come up and do some big things in New York when it comes to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Now, from an award standpoint, let's get into that. Already seeing some awards given to our Tar Heels. Garrison Brooks, the senior leader, has been named a preseason All-American third team by CBS Sports. He joins Kansas guard Marcus Garrett, UVA's Sam Hauser, USC's Evan Mobley, and Kentucky's BJ Boston. First team who was Aluka Garza, who's making me a little nervous when I think about that December 8th game. Ayo Dunsumu of Illinois, Oklahoma State's point guard, 
uh, Cade Cunningham and Gonzaga's Corey Kispert. Now, if you're a basketball head and as we gear up for this season, I need you to just really pour into me and let me know your thoughts. Give me the ins and outs, X's and O's. I'm not going to be completely transparent. I am growing in this basketball stage, so I am learning all about front court, back court, you know, dribbling, all that. I'm learning. <laughs> I've always been a football girl, so this is fun for me to have to learn with you guys. So it's important as we grow. We're a Carolina family here, and we're, you know, Carolina basketball is obviously a staple in the Chapel Hill country, Tar Hill Nation, all that good stuff. So you've got to help me. I was always a swimmer, so I never got to go to games. I've only been to three basketball games when I was in school. Pretty sure I've only been to about four in my lifetime. <laughs> I know that's horrible, but you know, when I was in school, Carolina basketball and swimming were in the same. They're both winter sports. So we really didn't get the opportunity because we were always practicing. So unfortunately, I've only gotten to see Carolina in person a couple times when I wasn't working for the team covering, you know, from a just enjoyment standpoint. And the one game I get, got to enjoy my senior year was against Duke when Austin Rivers shot that lovely last second shot. And so I've had that burned in my brain as I walked back to my <laughs> apartment on Howell Street. And it was just really difficult to get through but I, I relive it every time they show the highlights I'm having a moment as we speak as you can tell but you know I'm really excited for this team obviously I'm used to a certain standard and I don't think we experienced that last year but I'm hoping that you know Carolina's turning around and I think that is going to be a lot of reasons from Garrison Brooks I talked about this week how um, Armando Baycott was a great um, sophomore leader and he has been helping this new freshman class Daron Sharp and Caleb Love and the rest of the guys and I think that Garrison really is the glue he's a good he comes from a good crop he's good energy and more importantly he knows what it takes to be of Carolina excellence and that's exactly what he wants to bring to this squad and I'm, I'm looking forward to his leadership so congrats to Garrison for this award and I look for more coming towards the end of or during the season and towards the end of the season and hopefully we got an ACC title out of it who knows but we'll keep our fingers crossed now as we talk more about football we wrap up our observations let's end the day figuring out what the heck Carolina is going to wear is it going to be of Halloween substance or is it going to be plain Jane you'll find out next on Locked on Tar Heels all right, final thoughts of the day as we wrap up this Friday episode of Locked on Tar Heels. So glad you've enjoyed a week's worth of conversations about the heels. Make sure you download, subscribe from anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you're here for the first time, I'm glad to have you. If you are a returner, I'm still glad to have you. You know, we love building this Carolina family. I love growing with you guys. I wanted to have a quick short aside before we go. I don't know if you guys have, I talked about this week as well, that it was Unity Week, and I don't know if you guys follow Go Heels, but there was a great post yesterday about some former athletes and what Carolina has meant to them and how they've carried their the lessons that they have learned to this day and if you go to at go heels I promise you you'll see a retweet you might just see a black swimmer on there and I'm as I told you I'm the first ever so I don't know if you go up there and you see one just give me a shout out you know let me know that you saw it and all that good stuff I talked about my time at Carolina and what it meant to me to be a part of such a legacy that is Chapel Hill and more importantly why I have to continue to grow with this community and this Carolina family. I think it's so important to be a part of something that's bigger than you. And I'm really enjoying the opportunity to talk to you guys every single day. I said, quote, you know, being in Carolina allowed me to be around brilliant and talented individuals, both 
both in and out of the pool. I was inspired by other fellow Tar Heels, fellow athletes and wanted to do my part to better the community as well. I spent my off days reading to elementary school kids and assisting them with their schoolwork. I continue doing that today. I believe lifting as I climb is so critical because it helps you keep things in perspective. And as you know, yesterday I got a little emotional as I was talking about keeping things in perspective. I really love covering these guys, but you know, when you think about the Carolina way, just what you want to get out of it, I'm pretty sure everyone's just super hype about leaving a legacy that's bigger than them. And I think if you ask any student athlete over in Chapel Hill, that's part of the reason why they wanted to be a part of such a great institution. Now, what UNC will wear on Saturday is the most important thing I've said today. <laughs> it's Halloween, so it's scary. UNC will don Stormtrooper-type uniforms with its all-white combo. All right, I have a confession to make. I've never seen Star Wars. I understand what a stormtrooper is. You know, I used to work for the Carolina Hurricanes and they would have Star Wars night and I would see people dress up in their full gear, right? I understand Disney is big on that. They have a whole, is it a theme park? All of that, I understand. They have Star Wars. Just, it's a cult a little bit. I'm sorry if you're offended by that word, but it's a follow, It's a strong following. How about that? Star Wars is a strong following that I'm a fortune, unfortunately not a part of. I have tried to watch movies. I've unfortunately fallen asleep at every said movie, but my goal for you know growing my community, growing the Carolina family is to watch one. Now, if you have a good Star Wars movie that you would like to suggest that I start with, please at me, at Candace Cooper. Let me know which Star Wars I should start with <laughs> to help me ingrain me into the system. Like, obviously, I know James Earl Jones. Obviously, I know, Luke, I, you know, I'm not your father. All that good. I understand the colloquialisms, but if you could just help me just understand the story behind everything and, like, really get me ingrained into the system, I would really appreciate that because I'm tired of being left out. You know, I'm tired of being kind of like Carolina football a little bit where you know there's greatness around you in terms of Carolina basketball but you never quite been a part of it and engulfed in it for real so hopefully you know you guys can help me out there so at Kimisi Cooper let me know which Star Wars movie I should watch in order to get ingrained into the Star Wars lifestyle I'm looking for it trust and believe I want to hear from you guys by Monday okay period and also UVA will wear blue helmet, blue jerseys, and blue pants. Whew. So you're going to see navy blue and all white. So it really will be the Smurfs versus the marshmallows if we're going to keep it a buck. I hope you got a good laugh out of that. If you did not, I'm here till Monday. And, you know, we'll just keep it rolling from there. I'll work on my dad mom jokes. Okay, period. And that's that on that. But as I wrap up today's show, I will speak to you guys on Monday, which is the day before <laughs> the most important day of our lives. But if you're heading into the weekend and you've voted early, just enjoy it. Enjoy that you've made a great decision in exercising your right. If you have not yet voted, I implore you to go out and do some early voting because it's so important. It's just, I can't emphasize enough to vote. I am going to vote on November 3rd. I made that decision. My boss for my full-time job gave us the whole day off. So I'm going to celebrate it as only I know how, which is to, you know, go early in the morning. I'm gonna get a good workout in so I can get my heart rate pumping. And then I'm going to make sure that I go out and vote. You know, stand in line. I'll do what I have to do. Then I'm probably going to come back and just celebrate Champagne South. Champagne for the campaign because we got to celebrate what might happen or we might cry. So, you know, either way, 
I just want to be in a celebratory or in some kind of feeling of vibe fashion, if you get what I'm saying. So there's that on that. When we look into next week, we're going to have some great interviews. Talk to a couple insiders when it comes to Carolina basketball. Help me get better about learning the X's and O's of you know, the Carolina game and just who were, are their top five, who are the people that I need to keep my eye out for in our current team, all of that good stuff. So be on the lookout for next week's games. We're going to recap Saturday's matchup. So we're going to talk about Virginia and just what that'll look like. We'll obviously have Mac Brown Mondays. We'll have his midweek presser. We're going to get our coordinators corner, talk to them, what they thought about the game and hear from some of the players. More importantly, what did our observations look like? Did we actually come through or did we struggle just a tad in a bit? So let's talk about all of that come Monday. I hope you guys have a great weekend. You enjoy the beautiful weather that is here in North Carolina. If you are listening from somewhere outside the state, I hope it is nice wherever you are. If you are, you know, traveling, all that safe travels, be smart this weekend. Keep wearing those masks. And as always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.